you know how sometimes you're like sitting in your living room, minding your own business, doing doing what you're doing, and then suddenly your spouse wanders out from wherever they were and they're like, we should listen to ABBA more. And then the second <laughs> they say that, you're like, wait a second, ABBA is stuck in my head right now. Oh, God. <laughs> what have you done? You scream at them. You scream. What uh-huh. have you done? How have you done uh-huh. this to me? Why would you do this? And then they start singing abba's gimme 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 a classic a true you know, classic that's been you know how that incepted is? into your brain no i don't know how that is <laughs> you know how that is you know we really love you it ain't our place to judge you your feelings get about it naturally there's no point in hiding so feel free to start confiding If you need a good friend You can count on me You can count on me You can count on me Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. A Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. N- newly in 2024. Goodness gracious. Woo-woo! <laughs> Goodness, Goodness gracious. gracious. 2024. Who would have thought? Who? Not me. Not me. De- definitely not me. Do you know what this means, though? Do you know what this yeah. means? We actually, I am so fucking proud of us, man. Why? Because we remembered to do this? In advance. We remembered <laughs> to have thoughts about this before we hit record. Like this yes. is this is so good. I think we were so traumatized by what happened last year. <laughs> we had like I, a twenty minute meltdown off on mic that got cut from that episode. Where we were like, Who are they tricking? Who could <laughs> who could they be tricking this it's the new year? Yeah. What are we gonna do? So we had thoughts before this time. We did. And we realized something. We've 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 encountered a problem. With a problem that's kind of common in a lot of franchises these days. Yeah. It just is. It's it's too big. The multiverse, it turns out. Enormous. It's really big. It is it's too big. <laughs> beyond Can't comprehension. Yeah. Yeah. The timeline is too fractured. No story beats have consequences anymore. Right. <laughs> Does tricking even mean anything? Exactly. exactly. And you know what? You all have been doing a great job out there. Oh, yeah. Hopping from timeline to timeline. Yeah. From multiverse to multiverse. Yeah. Making sure that every possible iteration of yourself (laughs) and those around you understands that (laughs) this podcast is great. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, And honestly, you've been doing too good a job, maybe. Maybe that's... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's what's causing the fracturing of the timeline in this yeah. way. Yeah. So we're rebooting the franchise. <laughs> we are rebooting the franchise. And so, folks, it's time. It's fucking time for Trick Your Friends 2024. We're going back. To where it all began. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Trick Your Friends 2024. <laughs> oh, well. That means the trick is back on, dear listeners. The trick. 
is back on. Stop splitting the timeline. Instead, text your friends a link to your favorite episode of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we're back in. Leave a review of the podcast in your friend's text inbox. We're Mm -hmm. back to... Mm -hmm. um, you know, write a review for the podcast on mm-hmm. your sidewalk. We're back to yeah. um, trap your friends in the car on a road trip. Make them listen to Love of a Cat, Love of a Man. Love of a Cat, Love of a Man. Maybe. Maybe. If you, if you so choose. Maybe. <laughs> you don't have to. But you could, but is you what could. we're saying. What we're saying is that you you could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to get serious for just a second, there is honestly nothing that helps our podcast grow more than you. Yeah, it is the number one thing. Because, you know, for better, for worse, your friends trust you. And they trust <laughs> your... <laughs> You know your, your friends. judgment and your taste. Yeah. Because they're yeah, because you make friends with people who like a lot of the stuff, the same stuff you do. And listen, when you tell your friends and then somebody comes and tells us, Hey, I found your podcast, it's because my best friend messaged it to me every day for consecutively for two months until I listened to it and mm-hmm. now it's my favorite podcast. That is the height of joy for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> If you like this, and I hope you like this, I hope you're listening to this because you like it. Yeah. Share it with someone else you think it'll who will like it. Let us stretch across the multiverse. Oops. Nope. Not the oh, whoa, multiverse. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold it. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Reel it in. Right, right, right. Uh, all right. Do you want to do, are we doing show now? Let's do show. Nice. Uh, all right, folks, it's time for predictions. Send mm-hmm. your predictions in to us via our story on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We are going to make three predictions based on three clues that Kim's going to tell us right now. Clues. Clue number one is the title. The title of this fan fiction is The Cowboy Way. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew it was going to be good because you wouldn't put it in the outline. Oh, yeah. And so I knew that it was really going to hit. But boy, does that hit. Boy, does that hit. I kid you not, the good, the bad, and the ugly theme is playing in my head right now. (laughs) (laughs) This fan fiction came out uh, right, like, hot on the heels of Half-Blood Prince. Nice. Okay. And the genre tags on this are adventure slash romance. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I'll give you, this is the first chapter of what was presumably meant to be a much, much longer fan fiction. You know what? I'll be nice. It's a new year. I can be nice, maybe. (laughs) (sighs) The cowboy way. All right, I got him. Let's go. Here we go. Let's ride. (laughs) Let's ride. Saddle up. <laughs> Saddle up. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, Prediction number one is in lieu. You, this is an adventure fan fiction. It is. In lieu of sorts. Yes. I am going to say that there will be lassos <laughs> in this fan fiction. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. 
Prediction number two, a character that did not previously have a United States Southern accent will suddenly have one. (laughs) (laughs) And prediction number three, a piece of quote unquote muggle media will be referenced in the cowboy realm, such as a spaghetti Western. Okay. All right. You've made your predictions. So let's do the story now. I think I'm I'm going to tell you this up front because the mm-hmm. author gives us this information in the summary. This is a crossover <gasps> with a cro- uh, something I had never heard of before. Oh, okay, okay. This is a crossover with the 2005 first-person shooter video game for the PlayStation 2 and Xbox, Dark Watch Curse of the West. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know video games, but uh-uh. that reeks of like a deep cut. <laughs> I don't know how popular this was. I had never heard of it before. Wow. Admittedly, I wasn't playing a ton of video games in 2005. <laughs> Other than Pokemon. A lot of Pokemon. Oh my god. I love it. So uh, anyway, yeah, if you are familiar with this property, listener, go ahead and let us know. <laughs> interested to hear. This is apparently a Western horror and steampunk genre game. And, right. And uh, I think that's all the information I'm going to give you from the game summary that I looked up at this point. Okay. <laughs> so this, I would have never pegged this. I like, it, it feels like maybe a crossover. Like without that information in the summary, this probably would have gone the same way as Hex Sisters for us. Oh, with us spending a lot of time figuring out what it is. We didn't figure out what Hex Sisters was. Oh, right, right, right. Because we were like, is it Scooby-Doo? Yeah. <laughs> wasn't Scooby-Doo. Right. Kind of. It kind of wasn't right. Scooby-Doo. Anyway. <laughs> This one, I don't think either of us, well, obviously neither of us would have caught this, but like it no. feels crossovery. So, okay. Okay. Giving you that information up front. This also, the other piece of information for you all is that this was sent in by a listener, uh, an anonymous listener. So, thank you to whoever this was. Uh, gr- great find. <laughs> now, let's read The Cowboy Way, chapter one of one Cowboy Up. It's really cold, Cowboy Up. Chapter one, Cowboy Up. <laughs> Former professors Sybil Trelawney and Minerva McGonagall ran desperately through the deserted streets of Hogsmeade. Former professors? Former professors. Because they are now... We're... So we're post... Cowboys. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, they're cowboys now, maybe. We're post uh, Half-Blood Prince. So, like, that left off in kind of a dark place. Mmm. Okay. Especially for a lot of the professors. It's not so wild that... They've abandoned their professorhood. And are now cowboys? Cowboys? (laughs) (laughs) So they're running on the deserted streets of Hogsmeade. High in the midnight sky, the full moon shone brightly. Several figures dressed in black robes followed closely behind them. Occasionally, McGonagall would turn around and fire a curse to attempt to force the pursuers back. However, the Death Eaters were not so easily dissuaded. One of the Death Eaters sent a reductor curse at the building just behind Trelawney. The wall exploded with terrifying force. Oh no. McGonagall was knocked off her feet, and Trelawney's legs were buried under a large amount of rubble. 
Leave me. <laughs> Save yourself. Wow. What a fucking opening, man. Damn. This, yeah, it really hit the ground running. Literally. Yeah. Galloping, if you will. Well, <laughs> no horses yet. <laughs> Sybil, hang on. I'll get you free, McGonagall shouted. No, Minerva. It's me they're after. Yeah. You have to save yourself. Uh-huh. Kalani cried desperately. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ships, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First off, yes, the ship rules. <gasps> Love um, them. Why are they after Trelawney? Oh, I guess because of prophecy mm-hmm. reasons. Exactly. You got gotcha. it. Got it in one. I got there. I got there. I'm not going to leave you, McGonagall retorted fiercely. Behind her, however, the Death Eaters began to surround them. I imagine there's sort of a single glistening tear. Yes. And... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please, Minerva, there's no time left. McGonagall shut her eyes tightly, attempting to stop the tears that were beginning to form in her eyes. Yes. Single, glistening, tear. Slides down her yes. cheek as she says, Goodbye, Sybil. A soft oh. pop signaled her disapparition. From within the Death Eater ranks, Severus Snape stepped out in front. <laughs> so good. This was such a fun time period for fan fictions. Right on the heels of Half-Blood Prince. So good. Honestly. Like what I I I also love the way that this is like setting up a a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. McGonagall's gonna be out for fucking vengeance, man. Exactly. Exactly. I Which love is that for her. What a lot of the great westerns are about. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Revenge. Oh, she's gonna have a shootout with Snape. I love that for her. She's gonna fa- paint the fucking town red. You yes. guys. Yes. So good. Well, Sybil. You've led quite a chase, but it ends here. Your mind will reveal to me the extent of the prophecy, Snape said. (sighs) No, she'll never let him take it. Not alive! Sorry, continue. (laughs) You will get nothing from me, Severus! Obliviate! Trelawney pointed her wand to her forehead, erasing her memory. Oh, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. So yeah. This is tragic. She's erased her whole life and her love of McGonagall. <laughs> McGonagall. <laughs> she's it's erased their whole beautiful love story, but it's okay. Because they could have a new love story. They could. But she's about to die. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Foolish woman, Snape sneered. Now I have no reason to keep you alive. Yeah. 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 Single glistening tear. Suddenly, Trelawney's eyes went white and her breathing became heavy and raspy. <gasps> Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Soon, the destroyer in the dusk shall rise and stand against the forces Ooh. of evil. For even <laughs> in the darkest night, a single light may shine through. Behold the form of your demise as the boy who lived becomes the man from beyond the grave. So, in other words, you're (laughs) fucked. 
that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think? Like, like if we if we really if we really think about like where prophecies come from, sure. <laughs> Somebody is some some entity, some force somewhere mm-hmm. is writing this prophecy, and it's like I'm really gonna get them at the end though. <laughs> So good. Incredible. That was so that was a rich text. Yeah. She's it seems kind of like she's amending her previous um prophecy about Harry. Oh. She's like, also, now situation's changed a little bit. The boy who lived right. is gonna become the man from beyond the grave. <laughs> What does that mean? What is that? Amazing. Is he dead? Is he already dead? No. <laughs> He's not dead. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, anyway, we get that amazing. Like, the the way the way that the title of this fanfiction is coloring the way that I am receiving this fanfiction uh-huh. is absolutely wild. Like there are tumbleweeds in Hogsmeade. <laughs> <laughs> like as this prophecy is happening, tumbleweeds are blowing across the street. Yeah, it's so and weird how Hogsmeade suddenly looks like an old western ghost town. <laughs> weird how that happened. It's weird how the saloon doors are banging in the wind. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> Strange. what it is. Strange how that's happening. Why are there so many horses? <laughs> Like regular horses. (laughs) Snape hissed angrily and drew his wand. Avada Kedavra. Oh, sad. Bye, Trelawney. You know, if I feel like like having someone who can make prophecies would be useful. Yeah, because she just made one. Yeah. Just because she doesn't remember the one you want specifically doesn't mean that she's not gonna make more. And if you have her with you then you will know the prophecies that she makes. Exactly. This is a very bad move. You're right. Yeah. Very bad move. But, you know, Snape's a dummy, so whatever. He is a dummy. Also, we got to properly motivate McGonagall's revenge arc, maybe? Hell yeah. Maybe. Or, you know, or we're going to abandon this entirely and just follow the boy who came from beyond the grave or whatever. (laughs) The man who... (laughs) Uh, presumably a passage of time, but definitely a change in location. Mm. Harry Potter sat in his room in number four Privet Drive, absently flipping through a book. He had only been out of school for two days now. Soon, it would be time for him to begin his quest to destroy the Horcruxes. I feel like that's a that's a that's a very fast escalation that's happened, sort of like in Hogsmeade versus Harry's yeah life, yeah. Harry's like, I'm to ho hum. I'm back at the Dursleys doing my normal stuff. Just read my book and and Hogsmeade has been transformed into an old Western ghost town. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Weird. <sighs> Harry's train of thought was cut short by a doorbell. The bedroom door swung slowly open. In the doorway stood Remus Lupin. His face had a weary smile, and he carried a small box in his hand. Hmm. Hello, Harry. Remus said. Hey, Remus, have you been? Harry asked. As good as can be expected, I guess. Harry smiled knowingly. (laughs) 
Harry, why are you smiling? Why are you smiling? This is not, there's no smiling matter. Everything is very bad. How's it going, Remus? Oh, you know, Dumbledore's fucking dead. Awful. Truly and and undeniably awful. (laughs) So, what brings you here? Dumbledore's will, Remus said gravely. Oh. I see. Well, we might as well get this over with, Harry replied calmly. Remus nodded, and with a wave of his wand, the small box changed into a large trunk. Harry, as per Dumbledore's last request, I am to present you with these items, Remus said solemnly. Please let one of them be a lasso. Please. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see what's in the trunk. He opened the trunk and handed Harry a leather address book. Personally, I'm really curious to know what exactly is in that book. It's a list of Dumbledore's contacts, complete with their whereabouts and how to reach them. It's just an address book. It's an address book. He's got got Dumbledore's Rolodex. I was really hoping that it was like a a list of his enemies. Yeah. Some of them were crossed out in red. Yeah. That would be cool. No, it's just a Rolodex. That would be cool. But no, it's just a regular address book. (laughs) Do you remember when we had address books? That was weird. Wow. (laughs) A long time ago when... Uh, with the tumbleweeds and the lassos and the yeah, yeah. I feel like we'd only crack them out like once a year to send Christmas cards. So like, wasn't actually that you helpful. have one? No, I don't have one. Back in the okay. day, <laughs> we crack it out like once a year to send Christmas cards. Right, right. I'd help. I'd help write the addresses and stuff. No, yes, wow. maybe. No, <laughs> I write. Harry looked thoughtful for a moment. What's the other item? It's actually a few more items. Remus said. Remus is like, this is a pretty big trunk. Yeah, there's a bunch of shit in here. Are you ready? Uh, you're not. You're not ready. <laughs> I'm. I'm definitely not ready. Inside the trunk was a set of black garments and a smaller box. Harry opened it, revealing a pair of silver revolvers with sharp, <laughs> forward-swept blades attached to the hilts. Oh my god, there are knives. They're gun blades, they're yeah. They're gun knives. Yeah, they're gun oh blades. Oh my god. It's 2005 and Harry has two gun blades. Oh my god. So, the, um, <laughs> the box art on the front of this video game was like an ominous looking dude with like a, his hat pulled really low and like two glints of light where his eyes are holding two Naturally. absolutely fucking massive guns. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Uh, as I was saying my prediction out loud, I was like, it's... Uh, I we, I thought you were gonna say guns. It would be funnier if there was lassos, but I I I was gonna say guns, and then I, I was so sure. <sighs> I know you were gonna say guns. It's all very nope. silly. Nope, nope. Damn it! Dumbledore left Harry an address book, <laughs> an address book, some cool black clothes, two gun blades, and one more thing: a silver badge with a skull on it. Incredible. Does this imply that Dumbledore used to be the guy, the gun, gun, gunblade, Mr. Gunblade, sir? It does. (laughs) I think it very much so does. (laughs) Like the time will come when Harry must uh, inherit 
these things and he will become Mr. Gunblade, sir. And that's... <laughs> Harry, many years ago, during World War II, Dumbledore founded an organization dedicated to stopping Grindelwald. They were called the Dark Watch. They were the precursors to the Order of the Phoenix. Oh, okay. They're the precursors to the Order of the Phoenix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did you say Dark Watch? It's the name of the video game. Oh, right. I had already forgotten the name of the video game. <laughs> In the video game, the Dark Watch is a organization. Gotcha. That the main character joins or something. Is there even members of this organization still, or it's just the only... The only remnants of this organization appear to be some black clothes and some gun blades and an address book. Oh, and a an address book. And a badge. And a badge. So, yeah. Oh, this is very exciting. And it looks like Dumbledore wanted me to continue it in his absence, Harry concluded, holding up the badge before him. Hey, Remus, there's an inscription on the back. Fear not, for the Lord will hold thy right hand. I will help thee. Wizard Jesus. <laughs> I wonder how much of this is from the video game and how much of this is from the, yeah, yeah. From our beautiful author's <laughs> mind palace. That's a long inscription. It's a big, maybe it's a big badge. <laughs> like the sort of badge that you would buy. <laughs> Dumbledore's like, how big's three inches? That seems reasonable. (laughs) That's how big the badges should be. Uh, The last thing I expected on this episode was to be roasted for not knowing how big things are. (laughs) (laughs) You should always expect that, my dude. Oh, yeah. The instant Harry finished speaking the inscription, the badge began to glow brightly. Nice. Harry turned the badge back over and stared at the skull. A brilliant white light shot out of the badge directly into Harry's eyes. Yeah, everybody knows not to look directly at the badge. <laughs> <laughs> He's been deputized. <laughs> or something. <laughs> the next thing Harry knew, he was lying on his back. Remus was standing over him with a concerned expression on his face. Harry, are you all right? He asked anxiously. Has he been imbued with the power of, like... Gun blades. <laughs> I, I don't know. Has he been imbued. I don't know. Does now? he know gun blade foo now? <laughs> he can now. He can now shoot a quarter from like sixteen miles away or something maybe. ridiculous. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we just had a training sequence or something. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm actually pretty used to being knocked unconscious in unusual ways, Harry groaned. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah, Don't he is. Don't be fine with that. Don't be fine with that. It's fine. <laughs> Any idea what that was? Remus asked. Not sure, Harry said, clenching his hands tentatively. I don't feel any different. Try the gun blades. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up the guns! <laughs> Remus began to reply, but Harry didn't hear him. Instead, Harry heard a series of pops just outside the house. Hey, Remus, just how many of the wards around this house were set up by Dumbledore? 
Harry asked while staring out the window. Nearly all of them. Why do you ask? Because he's dead? Come on, Remus, put the fucking pieces together. Because he's fucking dead? He's fucking dead. Guys! Come on! Ugh! How many people know the extent of the wards around here? Harry continued. The only ones still alive are me and Snape, Remus answered mm. quietly. They shouldn't have let Harry come back. Come on, they, guys. Yeah, come on. This was such a bad decision. They did do that in the book, too, though. So, like, what do, yeah. what do we know? <laughs> what do we fucking know? They're here, Harry answered emotionlessly. Or do you think he does it like a child in a creepy child in a horror movie? They're here. <laughs> does he do it badass or creepy child? You pick. I'm going to pick creepy child every time. You know that. I know. You know that. I know. He began taking the uniform out of the chest. You stay here and protect the Dursleys. What are you going to do? Remus asked. My job. Harry answered darkly. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah, he is. Giddy up. Giddy. Saddle up, Harry Potter. You're you're the sheriff now. black clothes have any kind of like magical significance or if they just um look badass as fuck it's just like a sure you could get it old namey (laughs) oh it's not that come on bud it's a long leather duster black leather duster a cowboy hat cowboy boots right assless chaps assless chaps (laughs) i guess all chaps are assless so, regular chaps. <laughs> chaps, sure. <laughs> and a little bandana. <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> Seven Death Eaters stood gathered outside number four Privet Drive. Among them were Narcissa Malfoy and Wormtail. Weird group. Narcissa and Wormtail and just a bunch of randos? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is a weird group. What's Narcissa group. doing there? That's a that's the weird bit. Remember the Dark Lord's orders. Potter is to be taken alive, Narcissa ordered. She's in charge. She's in charge. Strange. Yeah. Strange that she would be put in charge I like, like right it. after her husband has Failed. gotten himself in the doghouse. Yeah. Well, Narcissa's was uh, being held in reserve because she's so powerful. Maybe. Right. Right, 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 right. Sure. More powerful than her husband. <laughs> she knows th- the thing about it is like she had to be brought in at a very specific point because she happens to be an expert on um, dark. <laughs> Gunblade foo. Gunblade. <laughs> something, something. Did I hear you correctly? Asked a voice from inside the house. The front door opened and in the doorway stood Harry Potter. Hell yeah. He was clad in a black set of boots, jeans, shirt, gloves, and trench coat, with his nice. dark watch badge pinned to it. Nice. They're like, no, the dark watch. Ah. We thought you were all gone. <laughs> you know what? Can I share a picture with you? You need to see the cover art of this so that you can fully appreciate what Harry looks like right now. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
he looks great and huge. Uh But the guns are even huger. The guns are the guns are longer than his forearms. Uh huh. The (laughs) the guns are huge. Yeah, and the the blades are actually like the blades are small. They're not like where the I think that like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy has the blade of the gun blade like on top of it on the barrel of the gun. These are attached. They're like sticking out like little spurs from the bottom of the grip. They look like like dinosaur claws. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but just like one on the handle of each gun. Uh-huh. I'm not exactly sure what you get done or accomplished with those. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. But maybe we'll find out. He also looks like he's wearing metal knee pads. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what the point of that is. I don't know but what that's about. It does look like that. He's wearing several belts. But you've got to assume that he's wearing several It's the time period. Exactly. It's the time period. It is the time period. And do you see how fucking massive that badge is? It's huge. (laughs) Incredible. All right. So this, presumably, with Harry's face, just burst out of the front door of number four (laughs) Privet Drive. Uh Uh-huh. Now you've got the full picture. And presumably, all of you listeners just Googled Dark Watch video game and looked at this picture also. Around his waist was a silver gun belt with his revolvers securely holstered. You're going to try to take me alive with only seven people? Fucking insult, that is. <laughs> Harry laughed from under his wide-brimmed hat. <laughs> I'm so bad. I love how badass Harry is. Let Harry be badass. Yeah, yeah. He's really, he's really giving a lot to this role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that has just been imbo- thrust upon, upon him like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm a badass sheriff now. Here we go. He was, he did get, you know, eye lasered right. with the power. He did. So, you know. We will be taking you alive, Potter, snapped Wormtail. Our master commands it. The only thing you'll find here is your death. Nice. Harry whispered menacingly. Got him. <laughs> He's just so fast with these threatening one-liners. I love him. I just love that they're just like standing there uh-huh. acting like this is normal uh-huh. when when Harry's guns are longer than his arms or whatever. <laughs> they're so big. <laughs> they're so big. <laughs> with lightning fast reflexes, Harry drew his pistols and began firing, striking one of the Death Eaters in the chest. The Death Eaters scattered and began firing return curses. Harry leaped out of the doorway. He hit the ground and rolled behind a tree just as a curse blasted a hole in the spot where he was moments before. Nice. One Death Eater ran around the tree to get a clear shot. He aimed his wand and began the incantation, but Harry was faster. Two shots tore through the Death Eater's chest, killing him before he hit the ground. This is quick draw. Harry's... Harry's, uh... Harry's fast on the draw now, so you can't. He is. You can't be powering up your spells or anything like that. <laughs> you got to just fire. Come on. Yeah. Don't bother saying them. Got to have it ready. Three more Death Eaters circled the tree. Harry dashed forward and sliced the first Death Eater through the chest with his gun blades. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> This is, a good, this, is a good, this is a good physical bit that's happening. 
<laughs> Harry ducked past the body as it fell and slashed the second Death Eater's throat. Another nice. curse was sent Harry's way, but it was already too late. <laughs> Harry closed the gap between himself and the Death Eater. The Death Eater flinched as he found himself staring down the barrel of Harry's gun. <laughs> Please don't! I surrender! The Death Eater pleaded. I don't take prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> of course he doesn't. <laughs> Where would he put them? He does not have anywhere to keep them. He might be the sheriff, but he does not have um he doesn't have a location. No. Where he can he take them. He hasn't found that part of the address book yet. <laughs> Dark Watch Prison. Uh... <laughs> I don't take prisoners. Harry answered coldly, remembering how Dumbledore had pleaded for help from Snape. Harry pulled the trigger, ending the Death Eater's life. Wow. No mercy. No, no mercy. remorse. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is you know, reminding me a little bit of. <laughs> of what? No remorse. <laughs> Which one's no remorse? I don't remember that one. Katniss Everdeen. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yes. Yes, yes, yes. This is very much that. Uh, Our hero, get, who's already extremely powerful, gets video game powers. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. How many has he killed so far? I think one. Five? Two, three, four, five. Yeah, five down. They only brought seven. Yeah. As, as he said earlier. Oh, okay. Author's about to lose count then. <laughs> okay. Another Death Eater leaped out from behind the tool shed with his wand out. See, we've lost count. <laughs> we have lost count. We have officially lost count. Harry immediately turned and aimed his gun. He saw a flicker of silver light behind him and aimed his gun behind him, firing nice. over his shoulder. Nice. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> pew. He He's firing look. behind him. Doesn't, Doesn't even have, have to look. look. Does He's not so have to good look. at gun, gun knife, bullet, food. blade. <laughs> Harry fired rapidly as a killing curse whizzed past his ear, barely missing. Harry heard the ping of one of his bullets bouncing off Wormtail's silver hand. Oh, shit. Can't forget about the silver hand. He blocked a bullet with his hand. That's pretty badass. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a cool silver hand. It's it a, is a cool silver magical hand. I mean, I think yeah. Harry... Aimed at the silver hand, though, because he saw the glint of silver, fired at it. Oh, right. This is like any yes, villain yes. shooting at Captain America. Stop shooting at the shield. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> so he heard the ping as one of the bullets bounced off Wormtail's silver hand, accompanied by a grunt as the remaining rounds hit their marks. Ooh. So he did hit him. He was razzing him, but Bye. he did it. Yeah. The Death Eater in front was also quickly dispatched. Which just leaves Narcissa, hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> Harry heard a rustle of bushes to his left. He turned to see Narcissa Malfoy turn around and run. Harry fired three rounds, shooting Narcissa in the leg. Oh, Leaving so soon, Harry asked calmly. Yeah. 
Like, you can't, you can't, this is the last one. You gotta get some kind of a snarky something-something. Yeah. Or It's really important you that you get your one-liners in. Tell your, tell your boss that Ooh. I'm coming. <laughs> Meet me <laughs> in the town square at noon. Pistols at dawn. Ooh, at dawn. Even if you kill me, Potter, it won't change anything. The Dark Lord will kill you. Narcissa spat. Did you see the the, yeah, the, you, the gun hey, blades, Narcissa, though? Did you miss I, <laughs> everything that just happened? There's a, there's a new sheriff in town, as we know, and it's the man who... Harry James Potter. Came from beyond... The grave, Came or whatever. Beyond the grave, <laughs> whatever that means. So Narcissa says the Dark Lord's still gonna kill you. Maybe he will. Then again, maybe I'll take him with me. In any case, I'm not going to kill you today. Hmm. <laughs> Why not? Oh, because th- th- that would be boring, and then we wouldn't get to see Narcissa again, and she's cool. Right, 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 right. You you kill the grunts and you save the cool-looking ones. Right, right. Harry answered while reloading his guns. He holstered... Oh, he's out of bullets, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to kill you today. Reload. (laughs) He holstered his right gun and began reloading the left one. Yeah, he's 100% out of bullets. That's so silly. Narcissa. I was like... Isn't it ma are doing magic? What? Um <laughs> Why would we do that? Harry's okay. not seventeen yet. That's true. That's true. So he can't do magic. He can only use his gunblade for blade. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. He's leaving like a carpet of bodies in the Dursley's front yard on just like a normal day. Yeah. Middle of the day. Suburbia. It's he's making a ruckus too. The neighbors yeah. are for sure calling the authorities. Yes. And cowering in their homes. Yes. You're going to deliver a message for me. I Tell knew your it. Son. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's ridiculous. Just kill her, whatever. <laughs> kill her and attach a note to her body. Come on, Harry. Right, right. Tell your son and Snape that I'll be coming for them. And that we will settle things once and for all. Narcissa nodded and then apparated away. He should have said that they would solve things the old-fashioned way, and then right. he like flicks a coin into the air and like and shoots, shoots it. it. Oh, <laughs> come on! It's that right been there. So badass! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. He flicks the cigarette that's in his mouth and has been in his mouth the whole time up. Yes. And then shoots, and then shoots the cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry was about to return to the house when he heard a crack behind him, accompanied by a soft female voice. Harry? The voice asked. <laughs> Harry looked over his shoulder. I'm not Harry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's Sheriff Harry to you. <laughs> Hermione, what are you doing here? Hermione's answer was cut short as a silver hand suddenly wrapped around her neck. (sighs) Don't move a muscle, Potter! You gotta check, you gotta check. 
Yeah, he didn't double tap. Ugh. Miscounted the men. Didn't double check on any of them. (laughs) It's his first day on the job, Sequoia. That's true. He did. It's now been only like 20 minutes since he found out that he was the heir to the gunblade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't move a muscle, Potter, Wormtail squeaked. His silver hand was stained with blood and there was a wound on the opposite shoulder. Drop your weapon and put your hands up or I'll snap her neck. Sure. No problem, Wormtail, Harry said calmly. He dropped his gun to the ground and turned toward Wormtail. I said don't move, Wormtail snapped. His hand reflexively tightened around Hermione's throat, causing her to gasp slightly. Surrender yourself, Potter, and no harm will come to your friend here. Okay, Wormtail. Just one condition. God, what's what could this possibly be? I just can't imagine. I'm like, he's gonna, the gun's on the ground, so he's gonna like. He's got two guns. The kit, uh, yeah. So quick draw the other gun uh-huh. or kick the gun that's on the ground mm. in a fashion. Ooh, so that it lands that... blade first in Wormtail's fucking neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be badass I'm... as fuck. <laughs> just one condition. What's that? Wormtail asked nervously. Call me Grave. Okay. Harry Harry has left the building, folks. Why? Goodbye. Why why does he get a new name today? Why does he always get a new name? Incredible. Faster than Wormtail could follow, Harry drew his second pistol with his right hand and fired. The bullet struck dead center in Wormtail's forehead, splattering blood across Hermione's face. Oh, poor Hermione. So gross. Uh, She was just like, I just came to pick you up so that you wouldn't have to live here this summer since all the wards are down because Dumbledore's dead. And I got here. Now there's brain all over me. (laughs) There's brain all over me. And your your name is Grave? <laughs> what do you want to go that? home? <laughs> Are you okay, Hermione? Hermione nodded numbly. Good. Hey, next time, duck. Okay. She how is she supposed to Harry Harry She hasn't been imbued with the powers of the dark whatever. Yeah. She is not a She wasn't frosty enough though, Sequoia. Come on. She should have been ready. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Hermione whispered. (laughs) This is great, I guess. Uh, Good job. This is cool. Everything's fine. (sighs) Harry holstered his gun, turned around, and picked up his other gun. When he turned around, he was shocked to see Hermione pointing her wand at him. This is justified behavior. This is justified behavior. Hermione, what are you doing? Harry asked calmly. I don't know what it is you're trying to pull here, but you're not going to fool me. You're not Harry, Hermione exclaimed. No, he's not. He is not. No, he's grave. He's grave now. He just said. Grave, Sheriff of the Dark Watch. (laughs) I'm not? Well, I wish somebody would have told me that, Harry replied sarcastically. Cautiously, he raised his hand so as not to threaten Hermione. Put the wand down, Hermione. Like I said, I'm not falling for it. 
Harry would never act so coldly. He wouldn't kill if he could avoid it, Hermione shot back. Yeah, well, that was before he that got before laser-eyed with he the went badge beyond the grave. of the dark whatever. He's you got know? two gun blades. Like, there's only one thing you can do with gun blades. <laughs> True. I assume you recognize the badge I'm wearing, right? Dumbledore left these things for me in his will. There was an inscription on the back of the badge. Why would she recognize the badge? Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't because know what that was. she's a historian. Okay, she's smarter than him. <laughs> There was an inscription on the back of the badge. When I read it, something happened to me. I wasn't sure at first, but then I heard the Death Eaters appear and it was like something clicked in my head. It's hard to explain. It was like I was watching my body from the outside, yet I still had a degree of control. It was like someone was controlling me in a video game, because this is a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? It's like suddenly somebody was sitting behind a TV screen, controlling me. Hitting the right buttons right. such that I would perform badass gunblade foo. I wonder if the prophecy refers not to Harry, hmm. but to the combo of Harry and Dumbledore. That hmm. Dumbledore using his old gunblade scenario Ooh. is controlling Harry from beyond the grave. Possibly. I'm just saying. Interesting theory. I wonder if, like, if we knew more about the video game, we would be able to put this together better. <laughs> um, probably. I would say that's a strong probably. Because you never know. Like, with crossovers, like, how much are they actually drawing from the original? Is it just, like, the aesthetic and the cool gun blades? Or are they pulling plot elements? Like, I don't know. There's yeah. no way for us to know also. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of us. I don't know. Maybe this. I'm about to go pick up Dark Watch. You got to find a PlayStation 2 also. <laughs> Or an original Xbox. You got one of those lying around? Nope. Hermione's expression didn't change. Okay, ask me something only I would know. All right. How many people did Ron try to convince to come rescue me from the troll in first year? Hermione asked. Wait wait a minute. What did you say? What? Harry asked, confused. You heard question. me. How many people did Ron try to convince to come rescue me from the troll? Hermione repeated. None. Nice. Nice answer, Sequoia. Sequoia's got none in. <laughs> Did you hit your head or something? One, I was the one who convinced Ron to help me find you. Two, Ron wasn't going to convince anybody of anything. All he could think about was how he was missing dinner. Harry answered. Got him, Ron. Do you see oh, where we are now? Food. Are you Are you seeing where we are now? Am I seeing where we are now? No, you haven't seen it yet. Okay, so we're bashing Ron, but that's fine. Okay. We always okay. do that. Uh-huh. Wrong answer, Hermione said, preparing to curse Harry. Wait, 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 wait. Ask another question, Harry offered. What is it? That was the wrong answer? Wrong answer. Fine, then. How did Ron solve the mystery of the monster in the Chamber of Secrets in second year? Hold up. Wait. What's going on? What's going on, indeed? <gasps> what the fuck is going on? Hold up. I have a question for you. Who told you these bullshit stories and when? Harry asked. Ron told me last summer before Harry arrived, Hermione answered, still not believing it was Harry standing before her. What? That explains a lot, considering I was the one who figured it out, Harry muttered. 
Is this, is, are we, are we in an alternate universe of some kind? Or did Ron really just convince Hermione of all this bullshit lies and we're just doing some Ron bashing? Correct. Great. <laughs> it's option number two. We're just Ron this bashing. A, this is a super bizarre way to go about that. <laughs> yeah. The whole, so what I think the author is trying to do here is explain away everything that happened between Ron and Hermione in book six. Oh. You have a lot of like tension from that book that you have to resolve if you want to get want to, to do harmony that I've done today. <gasps> you didn't. <laughs> I was literally saying between mm -hmm. our recordings today, I literally mm -hmm. said to you, I was like, oh man, I keep coming across this stuff that's so good, but it's harmony. And I'm definitely not allowed to do that to the podcast for like maybe another six months is what I said to you. I said that to you, you did say nine that to me. an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. And you know what I did? I went, <laughs> <laughs> how fucking dare you i'd say i'm sorry if i was i'm proud and impressed <laughs> i believe this is fucking harmony how is it all always harmony <laughs> because you Why? have to make it wild you have to make it wild to make it work oh we had so much cool stuff happening in this story and then like suddenly we like okay now we're in harmony town <laughs> <laughs> do we have to be do we have oh, to all right harry says i was the one who figured out what was up with the chamber of secrets and hermione says okay let's say you're right how did you solve it hermione retorted harry hesitated slightly I i'd rather not say it's kind of embarrassing hermione once again prepared to curse harry okay fine i was holding your hand Wishing you were there with me, and I found the parchment in your hand. There. Are you happy? Harry answered very quickly. Oh, Look, Sequoia. Boy, boy, boy. Oh, God. The proof. <laughs> the proof of harmony. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> they held hands once. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Exhibit B. I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> End of list. I'll give you credit for being able to come up with such good cover stories on the fly, but you're still not fooling me. God, this is getting us nowhere. Ask me something Ron wouldn't know about, Harry said. Hermione mm. thought for a moment. What makes a great wizard? That's easy, Miney. Books and cleverness, Harry grinned. Ugh. Quit messing around and answer the question, Hermione snapped. I don't know the answer. You never finished what you were going to say that night. You just stopped halfway through and told me to be careful, Harry answered. Hermione gasped. Now, will you put your wand down? Harry asked, exasperated. And that, and that is, is that? the end of chapter one. That is the end of oh. chapter one. Cowboy up. <laughs> oh, boy. Cowboy up, Harry. Oh, boy. It was called that because he cowboyed up. He did, though. He's he a cowboy did. now. So. Oh. Wow. Um, all of your predictions were wrong, I think. They were all unless, wrong. Unless you want to count the crossover as referencing a piece of muggle media. No, because that's not Real. what I meant. Okay. Yeah, that's not what I meant. So. I thought. I'm I'll sorry, buddy. The, I'll take the L. I'll take the L. 
for what that was, for what I got to receive for that, I will oh, take yeah. BL. Oh, yeah. You'll even accept the <sighs> harmony, won't you? I will. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Thanks so much to the listener that sent that in. Seriously, nice work. Excellent work. We've been wanting to do Western-flavored stuff so long. This one didn't have the Western tag on it, but it was 100% Western. Yeah. Yeah. So pleased. And now it's time for... The Rex Zone. All right, for my recommendation today, I have a story called You'll Never Walk Alone, which is a really cute Marauders era uh, Lily and Remus friend fic. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. A link to that will be in the description. It will also be on our website. Fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website is the story submission form. Today's Uh fan fiction was Uh brought to you by a listener. It was. So keep it up, folks. Keep giving us that good, good shit. Hell yeah. Also on the website, you can find merch. There's a digital download of Yes Glitter on the website. And then also on the website, there's a link over to RT Public where there's a variety of designs on a variety of objects. If you want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram at Fanatical Fix, where you can see our story and our highlighted stories to send in your predictions. If you want to write us a long explanation of what Dark Watch is because you have played it, go ahead and send that <laughs> into our email, fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you want to help out this podcast, there's a couple of ways to do that. The first would be to leave us a review on anywhere that might take a review, like Apple Podcasts or Facebook or a rating on Spotify. Another way you can help this podcast out is to accept a badge to the Dark Watch and then... Tell your new friend, the passenger riding inside of you, directing your gunblade through action, to try out this podcast. Trick your friends 2024. Another way to help out the podcast is to find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash fanatical fix, where you can get full bonus episodes of this podcast. Are you sad that you caught up on the podcast? There's like 60 more of these (laughs) over there that you can go check out. Um, And that's patreon.com slash fanatical fix. Yeah. Thanks so much to our patrons. Their support lets us keep doing this fun stuff. And thanks also to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their song Wolf Star as our theme song. You can find that and more of their excellent music at thewompingwillows.bandcamp.com. Bye! Bye. Yeah.